Uh, hello, ma'am. Uh, welcome to Love Hits Cancer and Zenonco.io. I'm Justina from Zenonco.io. This is our Cancer Healing Journey Talks, uh, where we invite speakers who have gone through cancer, maybe as a patient, caregiver, or survivor. Uh, so these CHGs are very close to our heart because many patients tell us that when they listen others' uh, journey, it uh, really inspires them. It helps them to boost their confidence and gives them hope that if others can successfully beat this disease, then why can't we? So thank you very much, ma'am, for joining today's CHG session. Uh, so could you please introduce yourself and tell us how it all began? Thank you so much for the beautiful introduction. And uh, first of all, I want to uh, thank you for one more thing, which you just told me that lots of people uh, tell you that when they listen others' story, they get inspired and motivated and they feel like if that person can and they can also, right? So uh, I always respect uh, platforms like that, uh, like your platform, which is completing that bridge between the fair and the cure. So congratulations for that and uh, yes i'm anchal sharma 37 year old and i am a third stage breast cancer uh, survivor and uh, it's been five years uh, since i was diagnosed with cancer and i'm 100 percent cure after one year so yes here i am under your panel now now it's all about you so you want to uh, first yeah. of all i would like to say congratulations ma'am you successfully has defeated the disease and also you are like beautifully shining and have a, such a beautiful bright smile and i just pray and hope that you know in the future also this remains and sustains yes yes it will <laughs> So ma'am, uh, could you please tell that how, uh, what were the symptoms, like the initial symptoms and also like how did the cancer get diagnosed? Okay, so in 2017, I noticed something in my breast in 2016 also, which is the size of peanut, right? And uh, when I noticed, I didn't even uh, relate to a cancer because uh, my mother has a pretty huge uh, fibroid in her breast for good 20 years and they dissolve. They were there for good 20 years and then they dissolved. So I, it's, it's normal, you know, first you relate everything with your genetics, with your parents, you know, it's kind, it's kind of normal because my parents have the same thing. So I relate with that and I cannot think of that this size of peanut uh, lump, it could be a cancer. So I start uh, talking to, uh, you know, lots of uh, doctors and uh, Gangaram doctor, uh, one of my friends contact and they said, no, no, it can't be possible for 32 year old girls. I approached one of the homopathy doctor, which is also uh, suggested by someone. This guy also said the same thing. No, no, this is not a cancer and you don't need to be uh, scared. And, you know, uh, we, we cure lots of uh, people like you and uh, they all have similar problems. They show the symptoms also, which I am feeling during the time. So there are symptoms, which is very weird. I start feeling pain in my armpit, my hair, on shoulder, on my lower back. And then I'm too much into gymming at that time. And I am uh, like, uh, you know, into a sports, used to play a lot tennis. So I have to give up on everything. Like literally on everything because my body stops supporting me. I'm, I'm having some sort of pain on my arm. Because when you play badminton, you need lots of force to, uh, you know, hit the ball. So uh, in that case, uh, when I see a symptoms, these kind of a symptoms, so I'm a little curious to know about why this is all happening. My breast sizes start changing. Uh, after a certain time, uh, so my breasts start uh, shrinking towards inside, the, the sensitive part. Then my motion turn completely jet black. So these are the symptoms. And uh, you know that nowadays there are lots of information. It's wrong or right, I don't know. But there's a number of information on Google and uh, Facebook about cancer so uh, i was going through one of the survey and one of the awareness program and each and every symptom which is written there that is indicating 
and somehow relating to my symptom, which says if you have all that symptoms, it's hundred percent cancer. Mm. So this is how I, uh, you can say that I being little alert, like it could be a cancer, and I'm forcing a doctor, that homeopathy doctor. Are you sure we we don't need to do any uh, test before starting the treatment? He's like, no, no, we don't need any stress or uh, any uh, test to be done. It's I know that it's not a cancer. Every after three or four months, I'm keep asking this guy, and this guy is like, no, no, bacha, we we, and symptoms are start increasing. You know, they are not the symptoms which uh, came all uh, in one go, but it's like. First, my arm uh, start hurting. Then my back. Then motion tone. Then black. Uh, that breast start uh, shrinking. Then after that, breast start swelling. Lump reach to peanut size to the, this big. You know, from my edge to the middle of my breast. So these are not um, one day symptoms, right? But this guy is overconfidence. And uh, after exact one year, when I go through that research and that survey and few more uh, research I have done. I told that doctor, are you still confident that this is not a cancer? आपको लगता है कि मुझे टेस्ट नहीं कराने चाहिए? So this guy said कि नहीं नहीं अब आप करा लो बेटा, you know? So now I think you should do the test. So I what I'm trying to tell you, if he don't mislead me, right? If he uh, let me go through my test or something so we might I might start continue my treatment from them only, but I I I might have a clear picture that you know that you have a cancer because cancer is something which uh, multiplies if over a night also. I mean, it's not a thing that you wait for ten uh, days or a year it will last the same stage. It's not possible that increase like anything. So that was my mistake. And uh, 2017, when finally I uh, uh, done my mammogram because of one of my friend i share with him that you know i feel some lump is there and it was small now it's grown up pretty big so he forced me he kind of forced me like i out of your mind and uh, he booked my mammogram because uh, he knows someone very good so uh, he uh, take me to there also he cancel his germany trip and all that that day i got to know and that uh, mammogram do- couple doctor they shouted at me literally How come you don't know that you have such a big lump in your body, and it's not a lump; it's a hundred percent cancer, not an initial stage. It's a advanced stage. We don't know. We don't want to comment on this. It's better you start your treatment right now. So that was my first thing, which I got to know in January second, uh, no, January fifteenth of January, two thousand seventeen. Ma'am. it's really good uh, that you know you started doing your own research and uh, yeah uh, one thing is that it's very unfun- unfortunate to say that many specialized oncologists and medical experts also sometimes you know they fail to diagnose it properly no he was cancer. not a oncologist he was a homeopathy doctor because uh, oh. we we so much misguided by uh, the others not the doctors and we are so much of scared by others these stories that we somehow not in a sense to take a right decision i think when i got to know this i should approach oncologist not the homeopathy doctor so that was i believe mm-hmm. it's my mistake also okay but yeah um, uh, fortunately you overcome it and it didn't get worse so yes yeah so ma'am did you had any um, family history or are you the first one to get cancer see i don't have in my knowledge uh, before a uh, few months back i don't think that we have any history but i got to know that my father's uh, one of the aunt is going through a cancer she died because of the cancer so that means uh, it is in the gene right because uh, otherwise my mother my father my uh, forefathers they are all perfectly fine they they never had a cancer in their life my mother had lumps but they are cured so it's not hereditary but other again doctor says if you, in your uh, immediate cousins or immediate family also have the symptoms that means it's a genetic because someone at least someone is there who have the symptoms and who have a history so yeah i can say yes also and i can say no also <laughs> and nowadays i don't think there's a reason or there's a it's it's anything related uh, anything on uh, genetic because it's more of a lifestyle disease now yeah 
now uh, like more in us the uh, the population was increasing now in india also it's very kind of common yeah and especially uh, within the youth so youth because you know we are we are uh, living our life on so much of a stake and uh, we know everything what all are see if we are not only expert here who have been through knows everything you knows everything everybody knows 80% of thing that this is harmful for our life or our uh, body but still we prefer to consume and nothing is pure we are playing with ourselves actually so it's it's not the fault of that's why i call that this is a lifestyle disease you know after knowing everything still we take that risk and we thought no 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 it's a destiny jisko tab jana hai wo tabhi jayega that kind of overconfidence so usse pehle kuch nahi ho sakta type so yeah it's like don't do that mistake <laughs> i absolutely agree ma'am so uh, ma'am as i said that it was very uh, like kind of not genetic but yeah partially it is genetic so what was your uh, first reaction when you when you got diagnosed properly by the oncologist and uh, also your f- uh, parents and family members reaction so uh, of course i'm a normal human being like you i'm not any super women i always say in my talks i also get uh, scared uh, in first place when i got to know about this and uh, i remember uh, when my this mammogram doctor uh, told me that this is definitely not a fibroid it's a cancer and uh, i completely got numb and after that uh, you know for few minutes i'm completely numb and i'm like i i can't see anything around me and then my doctor actually shook my uh, shoulder and was like anchal are you listening i was like i'm full of tears uh, in tears and uh, he was like you uh, have you heard what i'm telling you I'm like no sir can you please repeat again because i couldn't uh, hear anything after you mentioned this is cancer so he told me one thing which is very beautiful he said anchal there are lots of people who give up after knowing that they uh, they diagnosed with the cancer but again it's your choice that you want to be a victim or you want to be a winner maybe you lose this battle you know maybe you lose this battle but there is no harm to uh, uh, give a try you never know maybe you come out of this as a winner so those words actually stuck in my mind and i was like and this is not the only event actually uh, i have been through in my life there is this is one of the chapter of my book you can say there's a bigger event in my life which i have witnessed from my childhood to uh, before cancer like way more bigger uh, events which i don't want to mention here because this is a particular program for particular awareness so yes so this is one of the chapter or somehow i was strong enough uh, to deal with it because those incident are way more worse than their cancer right and of course then i asked the question to god then i have a habit to talk to my own self so i am in a like heavy debate with my own self like itna sab hone ke baad bhi you know how can this happen to me and then i thought it's not only me there are lots of people this is was my reaction and uh, i cry for good 24 hours and after that uh, uh, you know uh, i don't even uh, take this thing very seriously because i accepted it it's diagnosed now i have to take a proper treatment that was my acceptance right then after that for me one phase was very difficult where my brother is about to get married during the same days and uh, his uh, marriage was fixed 22nd uh, january 21st or 22nd january and i remember uh, that uh, you know i cannot share this cancer thing with my family that this is the biggest challenge and task in my life that i have to hold such a big news within me you know going to a hospital going for a checkups going for a biopsy pet scan whatever is required at that time and at the evening i am participating in my brother's wedding rituals participating in mehndi uh, haldi dancing singing all that things are happening uh, uh parallelly so it is become so difficult family because uh, you know uh, that whole uh, event can convert into some uh, you know uh, news which can might affect my brother's wedding uh, wedding might get uh, you know some 
serious uh, issues in the family but uh, mm-hmm. after he got married next day very next day i went to a hospital i have to collect my reports and all so i'm i remember i was collecting my reports from different different wings in uh, saket max because uh, one uh, pet scan report i have to collect from uh, east wing another report from the west wing another report from the smart city so these kind of a thing i'm doing that day and uh, uh, wo sab collect karte karte uh, you know somehow uh, takes almost 5 to 6 hours to collect the reports and going here and there and then i met my finally i met my oncology uh, medicine doctor dr nitesh rothgi so i asked him and my doctor harish chaturvedi like what next they said you now we will start your chemo and i asked uh, one thing because i am the only one who is uh, doing well in my family and uh, who take cares of my uh, family's uh, all the you can say i am a bread and butter owner at that time so uh, for me uh, you know it's like i told them uh, do whatever just make sure i don't want to sit at home i can't afford that because i have to afford my treatment also i have to if i want to survive i have to earn the money to survive first then i have to take care of my family so i cannot sit at home so they told me that okay so we have two procedures one we give you chemo through cannula what you call it like uh, uh, that thing and second we can give you chemo through a chemo pot because of chemo pot there is one advantage that your body part don't get swell because normally when they give uh, chemo from your hand or from your any other body part through cannula it, it actually swell the particular body part for good 10 days or 20 days right next time when chemo happens so it's quite difficult uh, for people like me like my nerves uh, you know uh, nerves are any which way is difficult to find so when there is a lots of swelling they can't they i think they won't be able to find any nerve so they will definitely going to puncture me from other side they're going to uh, give me maybe from my hand from my leg so uh, i was like i can't afford that and then they said uh, when you have a chemo pot uh, there is no swelling at all you can do your work there are symptoms but what, uh, whatever symptoms happen after uh, after 24 hours you feel nausea you have a fever you might have uh, ulcer you might have also uh, lots of other uh, symptoms i was like that i can bear i just want to be on my feet that's all so uh, after that i asked him like uh, how long it will take and what all protocol is there for the surgery to install that chemo pot they said you have to be in fasting for six as i was like great i am here since morning and more than 6 hours can you perform for surgery now and they were like now like yes now so that day i had my first surgery i installed the installer chemo pot over here under this cut here and uh, there's a pipe from somewhere from here to till here and after uh, surgery it was a surgery for uh, i guess uh, one or two hours uh, maximum it is stretch around two hours then they keep me for under observation for uh, three hours and after that with dressing then all that i went back to my home i drove back to home that was a day when i told my family that i am diagnosed with the cancer next day of uh, his marriage so that time also that uh, that happiness converted into a uh, uh, full you know for uh, emotional uh, event and my mother is crying my brother is crying and they were like no you are lying and all that shit has start happening I was like no if i'm lying then i don't have this stressing and all that so i had my first surgery now uh, to, after the uh, day after i have to start my chemo so that um, wedding uh, and uh, you know whatever uh, family is not over with the celebrations of wedding you can say you know it's just the next day and then they get to know about this so it was a quite a sad part for them also and i guess they also take almost 10 20 days to come out of it because uh, it's not easy you know when somebody get to know that someone in the family diagnosed with a cancer because first thing came in my friend uh, i think my family's mind also they start crying that i'm going to die you know that was the first thought so i told my family dekho मेरी मम्मा को मैंने यही बोला था देखो मे बी यू बिलीव दैट आई एम गोइंग टू डाई बट इट्स नॉट ट्रू बिकॉज आई हैव अ फुल फेथ ऑन गॉड दैट आई एम नॉट गोइंग टू डाई 
this is another challenge in my life maybe god give me another task to uh, complete but if you people react or act like this then i might die so it's better support me or either i leave this house i stay somewhere else right so my family uh, it's it's but natural they take 15 20 uh, days to understand but after that they are so supportive i always go alone for my treatment i go for my exercises i was not allowed to do upper body exercises so i was doing lower body walk and whatever i can do in the gym and meeting my friends and because hospital is just 5 minutes away so after having my full session with my friends and in the gym then i go to my chemos and then after chemos i again drove back to home so i have done all my treatment alone and my family is being full full supported after that they never interfere in my decision they never say uh, like you know why uh, you are going alone and all that. i was like i want to go alone that's all so that was a reaction of family uh, mom i have to give you that you literally like handled everything all alone in the initial days of your brother's marriage because it's very very hard to take i would say because you kind of didn't expect Uh, to be get diagnosed with cancer so yeah take everything together and you were very young also so yeah i have to give you that you were very mentally strong and you had faith in yourself that you will overcome because uh, many people uh, you know they just give up and you know they just think that okay i'm going to die so like that and because the key, uh, the treatment itself is very painful and you know it yeah. gives you other side effects also and yeah as you said parents they do take it very you know in a different direction because lack of knowledge when you hear the term cancer itself it's like oh she or he is going to die no in you my know, case it was not a lack of knowledge in my uh, family my mother already lose my sister in 2006 she was murdered right so after that a second child also diagnosed with the cancer then it's become more difficult yeah you know so my family is uh, is also super strong because they have witnessed lots of things my sister is also died that is not one of the event that is uh, like that is not again the whole part of the story that is also another chapter so we have seen enough and that is stigma like you are saying that is stigma people uh, i'm sorry to uh, cut you here because uh, you know uh, people are stick people are what we give them that privilege to feed with the feed us with that stigma and that fear so uh, I, i know someone who came to me and that i'm sharing a real incident here someone who's uh, because i used to go to gym so people thought that oh she's trying to be super women they're not appreciating that i'm not becoming a victim of something but they have other opinion in that case that oh she's trying to be a super women and she's trying to be gain a sympathy and all that but at that i never give them that power to uh, you know govern my mind and make me victim of my uh, whatever disease i was going through one person is sitting next to me he is asking me how are you anchal how are you doing nowadays how are you coping up with your chemo so like i'm good nothing changed except the nausea that symptoms happen after immediate uh, chemo so this guy is not appreciating that that guy is giving a story of someone else no no everything is okay but you know what recently someone died because of the same thing and uh, uh yeah, yeah yeah i understand but you know what she she died recently in my family in my relative i was like boss stop i am not saying that uh, uh, i'm i'm concerned and i'm uh, my uh, like you know uh, condolence to her but she have her own journey i have my own journey people die sometime without any reason they don't even have cancer they don't even uh, uh, diabetic but they still die so every individual have their journey and i don't let people affect my brain that badly that you know um, uh, my treatment is start uh, giving me less results because when you are too much into different thoughts and you don't accept uh, positive thoughts in your life or uh, uh you lose your that positive aspects from your life so medicine also stop working so medicine slow down the effects because you already start believing in others thought you know so that's the stigma 
we give that privilege to others to feed us with negative thoughts i completely agree ma'am because yeah mental health also is very important during this uh, treatment because uh, uh, the proportion of mental health is more when you take than the treatment if you have the faith in yourself then only the treatment which is your program in- justify that your program justify that love heals uh, cancer that's true yes ma'am even if the treatment is if you are getting the best treatment also but you have given up mentally it won't work so yeah it won't work so yeah so ma'am could you please uh, specify what all treatment did you undergo during the cancer okay so uh, i have taken uh, six round of chemos i have taken 32 rounds of radiation i had two surgeries and uh, yeah that's all <laughs> okay so did you had any like uh, other plans like alternative treatment no uh, honestly uh, i don't uh, believe in other treatments after having a bad uh, alternative treatments after having a bad experience with the homeopathy guy so i'm very much and very uh, strongly uh, i have a faith in my doctors in uh, my doctors team because we are lack of the faith you know you don't trust someone who can give you or treat you immediately but you are i have see i'll give you a real, a real examples here i'm not saying anything is bad or anything is good it's again everyone's individual call but i have seen uh, real patients who come to meet me for a counseling and all that and in out of 100 of them there are one or two cases they go for alternative treatment they waste their one year to look for a alternative treatments you know uh, and uh, they are not able to convince with even one so they are meeting after 10 days someone else then traveling to going somewhere else then traveling to going so they are not even starting a one year uh, treatment at least start one to stop your disease and go via you complete that treatment then go for a alternative treatments so uh, this person from uh, jaipur that uh, person came to me and this guy is like nahi uh, nahi um, you know i don't want to uh, go through chemo chemo uh, spoils everything radiation spoils everything this might spoil my other organs and all that thing and my uh, uh, my concern is that at that time is this that uh, you know when you survive then only you can think of your other organs if you are not starting your treatment you are any which way is going to die boss you are killing your own self not by not starting the treatment so first you start your treatment and then think for a alternative day so this guy took almost 8 to 9 months and after that when he reached back to the doctor his case is way more worst his situation became way more worst because 9 months increase is cancer from here to here you know that's the mistake people do so my only advice to not do that mistake and i don't believe in any alternative uh, therapies reason being i am i'm like i'm like super uh, super believing in my own uh, body i have faith on my own body and i strongly believe everyone's body have that power to heal anything and everything within the body yes ma'am i completely agree with you like the consistency of the treatment is very important you cannot very just... important you cannot just leave and you know uh, expect a quick response from exactly. the people medication. are there who saying that someone is giving some tea and your cancer is cured how come is this possible like are you and and i'm not talking about the rural area people i'm not talking about underprivileged i'm talking about even people who are very well educated they are mm-hmm. doing the same mistakes yeah lack of uh, psycho education i would say exactly so ma'am uh, so as you said that all like the initial stage of your uh, cancer journey when you got diagnosed that that you handled all alone and then uh, the response from your family was also they were very emotional so during all this time and the cancer treatment itself is very painful and stressful you try to be positive but at times you you know feel very low so during those times how did you manage your uh, emotional and mental well being 
so for me uh, something very beautiful happened and god gave me a purpose to live for my rest of the life and uh, which is meals of happiness so uh, meals of happiness uh, is an ngo which run by me only and uh, after seventh day there is some incident happened where kids came to me i don't want to give them money and they were starving so uh, i take them to one of the fast food stall and they were meanwhile you know very very demanding lal chutney chahiye hari chutney chahiye mera bhai meri ban so we supposed to pack one chowming uh, pack but we end up packing the five packets so during that moment it was like 20 25 minute it takes during that moment you won't believe i was just laughing i completely forget that i was diagnosed with cancer that was the magic of that moment so uh, and then we have seen similar days in my childhood when uh, there are few days we hardly have anything to eat and we used to have just a chapati with a spread of water and chili powder on top of it so that uh, because we cannot afford the vegetable so we have to have that with the water and sleep at night right so immediately i relate to that uh, incident and uh, i thought i don't know how much time is left and uh, as i say i never over confidence but i never uh, uh, want to give up on this thing so uh, i was like i don't know how much time i have let me start this and uh, this give me a lots of happiness and this actually this uh, particular cause have a power to make me forget my cancer so from there meals of happiness begin and i start spending more time in slum more time in uh, you know at old age home and there i learn one thing the more i am getting into this thing i start learning one thing my pain is nothing in front of you outsiders they are in uh, uh, old age home they are having uh, you know worms in their uh, legs kisi ka kuch ho rakha hai so i I think when you help others while you are going through even in your pain, trust me that give you a kind of a power to heal you, and that satisfaction of helping someone else that become my medicine. So that strength come from there, you know. I don't even know that I I can handle all this because I was a girl who literally saw injection and fainted out. so i twisted many time doctors hand when uh, something happened and i have to take injections so i was a that kind of a person and then all of the sudden can, as you mentioned cancer treatment is also very painful treatment you know but i have done everything alone i don't know from where that power come maybe again i believe in myself that uh, as a human we are always scared of something which is unknown to us so i am i might be scared of uh, something till the time it's not known to me when i it become little uh, familiar with me that like, then that fear goes away like far away from me so my strength come from a meals of happiness that uh, giving nature actually give me lots of happiness my doctors start coming with their families with their kids to learn what i am doing because i remember uh, uh i had a radiation and my half of the body was gone and as you know uh, we are not allowed to have sweat or we are not allowed to wear something which rub our skin so that you know it won't break down and we don't get any infection but i was standing on the top of one uh, truck because after 6 day of my surgery i packed 600 meals and distribute outside aims and i have drains here and I, my brother is like kya kar rahi hai i was like bhai please let me do this and then when my doctors came during the radiation i was telling you so uh, i was standing on the top and my doctors are like kuch nahi ho sakta beta you keep doing because this is your medicine you know when this cause started my mind never googled anything my mind never accept others opinions that completely changed for me it kind of a vanished and i start enjoying and living that cause and there are and then later on i realized thousands of people praying for me without any reason so those i deep down my head i me and my family have a very strong belief their prayer saved me actually definitely mommy when i want to say that and also i want to take a moment to appreciate you for contributing for such a beautiful cause because um yeah when you are that's the you know that shows how much pure 
hearted you are because you know you are already going through so much and still you are seeing someone else going through a different struggle but you know lending a hand while you are you know going through a struggle it takes a lot of humanity and also a very beautiful heart so yeah ma'am i just really want to personally appreciate and yeah thank and you and i'm i'm very sure that you know you will be uh, this cause is going to flourish and bloom a more like in future so ma'am uh, could you please tell that what uh, what were your three top learnings during this journey don't uh first thing don't be scared of any uh, one's uh, opinion so when someone diagnosed take that as a blessing because when you diagnose at least you get to know that you have this particular disease you can start your treatment think about people who get to know at the last stage or advanced stage like i was get to know about uh, that it is a cancer at the very advanced stage but my belief didn't let me die you can say that so if they have any uh, first thing is this uh, that uh, never scared of others opinions second thing is if you have any symptoms nowadays we take things very lightly you know uh, if they have somebody have anything which is suspicious in their body and uh, still after knowing they they are ignoring us like no it could be a fibroid it could be anything else it could be back pain normal back pain only uh there are uh, symptoms like back pain if you someone having very frequently and if they don't have this thing before then they definitely go to their doctor if they found anything which is suspicious in their life or their body uh sorry their not their life their body anything which is suspicious they should definitely go to a doctor you know don't take advice of others or don't just uh, become your own doctor which is not a good thing and third thing cancer is not a deadly sentence it's a disease people die from other disease also people die from no disease also so this is a disease and you have to believe that this is a curable disease right so it's a matter of uh, time it's a matter of maybe one year maybe two year maybe in some cases three year but if you have a strong will power and you avoid people and google you will survive definitely trust me i don't know why people give a example of bad stories why people only give example of sad uh, events why they don't give example of someone who survived from it like you are doing you are doing this wonderful cause you know you are uh, bringing out those stories who survived from the same event because i understand this thing when doctor is giving you that kind of a story the person thought that you know they are selling their business when uh, family members try to can show their concern they always have this thought in their mind how you know my problem how you know my pain you are just talking you know you don't know anything but when the person like me and other cancer survivors come forward they listen they believe that because they don't have a question to raise they you talk, you know i do counseling for lots of people are you talking about chemo talk to me are you talking about radiation talk to me so don't become a victim of your this thing that you know chemo ka pain kya hota hai radiation ka pain kya hota hai so it's this is a very beautiful platform to complete that bridge between the patients and the survivor you know so i congratulate you honestly to uh, taking such a initiative to complete that bridge thank you ma'am i really i really agree with your points uh, first is that you know when your body is giving you trying to communicate with you listen to that that's exactly the main thing uh, even if it's a small pain also it can be a cause of a big you know upcoming disease or anything so i totally agree with you ma'am and also the myths that people have regarding cancer it really like as you said it's a 20 second like the new generation it's what we call it as vision so yeah so in this generation also we should literally eradicate the myths that you know we have for a particular disease and it's really important mental health also support for men for mental health i want to add one more thing which i forget because you asked me a three three advice only but i'll love to give the fourth one also please involve sure. yourself into a physical events like you know 
do exercise eat clean this is the uh, the key of uh, healthy lifestyle you know we are not doing anything we are not using our bodies so pehle kya hota tha ki hamare jo forefathers hote the they are too much into physical activities in their work and everything so they hardly get ill or sick so uh, that that's the theory which we also have to follow don't become uh, so dependent on uh, modernized things and advanced gadgets that you stop using your own bodies so uh, one has to be a physical active and eat clean to be uh, live a healthy lifestyle yes ma'am uh, that's a that's a valid and very important point actually yeah. uh, so ma'am uh, what is one message you want to convey to the cancer patients and caregivers will be listening to you okay so uh, one message for the cancer patients that uh, it is again i will say the repeat my same words cancer is not a deadly sentence it's a painful disease i agree with that so again like i uh, i said before also you have all the power to cure within you you have to believe in uh, yourself and free your body to accept that treatment and give you more effect once you doubt something you know no this medicine is not treating me well uh, because of chemo i am losing my weight because of chemo my other organ might get affected or because of radiation my other organ get affected please don't listen to all this thing believe in yourself and tell yourself that you can win this battle and if you are going through a cancer trust me there is no other person is stronger than you because you are uh, fighting with that battle not the other person so you are not weak you are super strong personality for me so just believe in yourself and second uh, message for the caregivers they are the beautiful angels actually on this planet who come forward because you know still i believe there are lots of lack of sharing a real uh, opinions genuine uh, not, there is lots of lack of not having enough knowledge actually about the disease right and because of that uh, somehow that person get mentally affected because we are here to give free advice and all that so when uh, this cancer survivors i think majorly uh, caregivers are cancer survivors right if i'm not wrong so they are also doing the same thing that i'm trying to tell you you know so when they share their journey with them because that also need lots of words in india i know people don't want to be vocal about sharing their journey because somehow we have that believe is still in our head that if you keep helping a cancer patient and keep talking and sharing about cancer 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 you are manifesting cancer again don't do that don't tell anyone that you have been through a cancer don't tell anyone that you ever had a cancer so these are the myths we need to you know uh, throw out from our life because your being you vocal can help someone to take out that darkness you know that person to believe in uh, himself because everyone as you said everyone is not uh, that is strong to take the uh, disease so positively no matter how many people are telling him that you know you are okay it's okay to be having uh, such a disease you will cure sometimes that person is not a, not in a mindset to accept that but when survivor come forward and that person vocal about that what he have or she have faced in a his or her life that can be a bridge and a strength of that other person so i'm very very thankful to all the caregivers and uh, the one advice with you ask advice is this be more vocal come more forward to help people because you are the angel of this community i completely agree ma'am because uh, you also have this cancer journey for the cancer journey session for the caregivers also so we have speakers as caregivers also and we uh, hear their story as well so yeah. uh, that's the thing you know uh, mental health for the patient and caregivers is very important and as you said the point which you said that you know lack of knowledge that is the main problem i would say because uh, the caregivers are also not given proper psychoeducation and due to which uh, the when the patient is going through a very painful or a stressful situation the caregiver they don't know how to you know respond how to help uh, 
exactly and this, the empathy that they want to show it kind of you know uh, conveys as sympathy which the patient doesn't want and they can you know take it in a very bad manner wrong they, way yeah yeah so uh, that also make them feel bad why i'm not responding positively you know i don't want to feel uh, no it's not that uh, you know i i believe well, you're talking about the patients or the caregivers ma'am the patient also because the uh, they don't want their loved ones to you know worry about them so they'll be like very uh, uh, because uh, i've uh, i've observed so many patients they they say that they don't want uh, sympathy they want empathy so when <coughs> sorry the caregivers tell them to you know it's okay you'll overcome give positive vibes at times they just break out break down uh- no no again here i disappoint uh, with those uh, opinions because uh, why you are hiding yourself it's not a curse it's not a disease which cannot cure right and uh, we say no hamare uh, you, you know uh, relatives ko nahi pata chalna chahiye and they they should don't know uh, maybe uh, uh, our kids don't get to know about my kid cannot see me without hair or without eyebrows without lenses and this is again a uh, uh, directly or indirectly they are victimizing from the disease right that's what my point is here to me exactly please there is no harm to know anyone else that you are going through a cancer we we should do more education and more uh, um, uh, counseling for the family and for the kids for the relatives to understand how to act when the person get to know about uh, someone in their family and friend circle having a cancer conduct more and more uh, educated uh, uh, sessions for them but i don't think so anyone else uh, feel like nahi uh, it's not a we don't need a sympathy no one is giving a sympathy if you feel like that person is giving you sympathy you should be strong enough to tell that boss you are done here i know how to deal with it you know Here we, that's what I'm saying. In in out of India, people are very open about and very vocal, and they don't sit at home like us. They take their treatment, they go to the uh, their offices, and they're doing everything normal. And at the same time, they're taking a treatment. This culture is in India only. In India, we thought that uh, again, like you said, that they want empathy, not the sympathy. So why why don't you convert that sympathy into empathy? Be the person. to convert that sympathy into empathy right so there is okay. a i think we can talk i can talk on that topic on throughout the day because i believe there is no one is responsible than the cancer patient because that cancer patient have all the power trust me many people came to me rekhi kara lo aap go for this alternative go for this you should do that i never disappoint them but i have that power to tell them boss i know what i have to do with myself i know what is good for me what is bad for me so you can't uh, make happy everyone and you should shouldn't be make happy everyone because you know life is such so that's why i say don't become a victim of your own thoughts what other people think don't uh, wear anything to please others you know when I, my hair was uh, removed i was the first person who went to a shaver i was like please may i want to remove my hair and i make a video and i was laughing there and uh, he was saying you were the first cancer patient who were laughing because i i told him you know meri mamma ne mundan nahi karaya tha mera bachpan mein so god give me a chance to do my own mundan so is everything is with you convert that sympathy into empathy you have that power to do that i agree ma'am uh, i think we need more people like you just to motivate and i'm i'm very sure that the people who will be listening to you will be motivated and they'll be get the positive vibe and the strong that they are also strong they can also do uh, exactly overcome everything they don't uh, everyone needs everyone but still they should have a faith in themselves that's the first love key. heals everyone <laughs> your uh, i love this program name so much so much i cannot tell you because my uh, so i have been through a broken marriage also and uh, it was not last for a one month because uh, some uh, uh, domestic violence happened but god gave me a right partner during the cancer 
when I don't have hair, I don't have uh, surety about my life that how long I'm going to survive. Someone came into my life and he was after me to propose to me and he was like, I want to be with you because maybe you know the date of dying, you know the time of dying and I don't know that date. Let's walk together. So that has happened because I embrace my pain. I embrace everything God gave me, right? Because people never seen me without smile. That energy is radiating everywhere. And this guy is like, I saw you in first time I fell in love with you. So you know why I'm sharing this here? Because at that moment when I was looking the most, I guess, uh, the worst of my life and someone get impressed with that look also because there is so much of positivity. There is so much of uh, happiness around me. So that's what empathy, when you convert sympathy into empathy, and when you embrace your own pain, you don't give the, uh, the that privilege to someone else to make you your own victim of your own thoughts. Things happen, trust me, things happen which you cannot imagine. They become so beautiful. Because post-cancer, one person who have lived whatever life before, post-cancer, your life become more meaningful. You want to live every moment. You feel that this is a life now. That's the magic of post-cancer life. Yeah, that's that's beautiful, ma'am, that you found a person. And yeah, as you said, what we reflect is what we get back. So it's it's true. And also our motive, our uh, Zenoncos and also Love Heals Cancer's main motive is that the quality matters than the quantity. Even if the person has 10 days also, the moment the person goes through, that matters than the... Anyone can live for 90 years, but the purpose, if the person ha has a like a complete satisfaction within, that matters. That matters so, a lot. I agree. So, ma'am, uh, as you as you had so many, uh, as you said, chapters. So this journey was one of the chapter of your life. So uh, one. Uh, like if you want to sum up this one chapter in a line or in a sentence, what it would be? Life is a beautiful. Live the fullest. Trust me, life is a beautiful thing. Lots of people don't have. So live this life fullest. Beautiful, ma'am. So, uh, ma'am, thank you so much, ma'am. It was really uh, inspiring listening to you. And thank you for sharing your experiences. And we wish you all the very best for your future endeavors. Take care. Thank you so much. And God bless you. And keep smiling. I must compliment you. Your smile is a very beautiful smile. Ma thank you, ma'am. Yours also very beautiful. Thank, thank you. God bless you, dear. God bless you. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, Take care. You too.